Hare Krishna, welcome to episode 17 of Ask Me Anything Mondays, uh, AM AM, and we will say the prayers and get straight into the questions. In these sessions, we answer your questions from Srila Prabhupada's books. So, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya, Jnananjana Shalakaya, Chakshurun Militam Yena, Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha, Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam, Sthapitam Yena Bhutale, Swayam Rupa Hakadamahyam, Dadati Swapadantikam, Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhanvitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Namon Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisheshasunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to episode 17 of Ask Me Anything Mondays and we will go to the questions in just a moment. First question by Sri. So the first question from Sri. Is deviation from the spiritual master's orders an offence to the Acharya? Of course it is. Right? Uh, as we know, uh, the third offence to the holy name is to disobey the order of the spiritual master and to consider him an ordinary person. So this is a very big um, offence in fact. So the quick answer is yes. Next question. This is from uh, Adit. So next question from Adit Vijay. 
हरे कृष्णा प्रभु धन्यवाद प्रणाम जयशिल प्रभुपाद वॉट इज द पोजिशन ऑफ मदर सुभद्रा हाउ शुड बी वर्शिप हर आर देर एनी अपियरेंस देव फेस्टिवल्स ऑफ हर इन वॉट मूड शुड अ डिवोरी अप्रोच हर एंड प्रे टू हर वेन द डिवोरी सीज सुभद्रा महारानी बिटवीन टू सुप्रीम ब्रदर्स थैंक यू प्रभु हरे कृष्णा वेल द वे वी वर्शिप सुभद्रा महारानी इज चैंटिंग हरे कृष्ण महामंत्र सो हरे मीन्स द spiritual potency of the lord the pleasure potency radharani and subhadra is an expansion of shrimati radharani so hare krishna mantra would suffice and her appearance day is this, you know same day as krishna has appeared so they will interchange to say remember the story but uh, apparently there is no specific observance of subhadra devi's uh, appearance and um, <clears throat> there is of course this uh, shloka from jagannath ashtakam mahambhodesti re kanakaruchire nilashikhare vasan prasadanta sahaja bala bhadrena balina subhadra madhyastha सकलसुरसेवावसरादो जगन्नाथ स्वामी नयनापथगा मे सो दिस इज एक्चुअली यू नो प्रेयर टू द थ्री ऑफ दम वेर इट इज सेट दट बलराम एंड सुभ बलराम एंड कृष्णा आर देर सीटेड एंड इन द मिडल ऑफ बोथ ऑफ दम इज सुभद्रम सो इन दिस वे देर दैट इज It's the third verse, I think, of the Jagannath Ashtakam by Adi Shankaracharya. But anyway, Hare Krishna mantra would suffice. What is her position? What is the position of Mother Subhadra? In fact, she is the Yoga Maya, so she is the shelter of all devotees. Mahatmanas to Mampartha Daivim Prakriti Maashrita. So when he says that in the ninth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, that refers to Subhadra. this this daivim prakritim this is mentioning this is actually a reference to subhadra o son of pratha those who are not deluded the great souls are under the protection of the divine nature they are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as a supreme personality of godhead original and inexhaustible so we are under mahamaya right now i mean in the material world everybody is under the influence of mahamaya and a devotee is under the influence of yogamaya and that yoga maya is subhadra okay so next question this is from suvayan sadhukhan i don't know if i'm pronouncing your name <laughs> maybe wrongly um let's put the question here सुवयन साधु खान क्वेश्चन हरे कृष्ण प्रभु धन्यवाद प्रणाम अक्सर मामलो पर्सन सॉल्व क्लोज शुशल प्रभुपाद प्रभु जी देर आर एट पॉइंट फोर मिलियन स्पीशीज इन द यूनिवर्स डज द नंबर इज द नंबर कॉन्स्टेंट वी ओके शॉर्ट आंसर इज येस 
we have read in our school book that some species became extinct from earth like dinosaurs and many animals and plants evident from fossils what about their existence and briefly describe about 4 lakh human species does it is it based on the level of consciousness <coughs> so the 8.4 million species is a constant <coughs> uh, the extinct so called extinct species that we don't see on this earth um they still exist in other parts of the universe so the 8.4 million species is actually the entire universe as a whole and um some things which we may see here are also elsewhere uh so they're not really extinct we may not see in on this planet at the current moment but it is not that they're not in existence at all and there are many species which are not out of the 8.4 many are not even on this planet so they are everywhere all over the universe so dinosaurs well the closest that closest description to that uh, is the nagaloka where the reptiles are there but particularly the dinosaurs it's not mentioned like that in the vedas at all millions of years ago dinosaurs existed no according to vedas not at all millions of years we have information prahlad maharaj was there dhruva maharaj was there narad muni brahma daksha prajapati all these incidences have been mentioned and if dinosaurs were there they would have been mentioned also but they were not so what were they then probably just lizards you know big lizards so but you know in satya yuga the size of everything will be much bigger than um when it is in kali yuga everything is much smaller in size and kali yuga compared to the other yugas so probably they were lizards um and humans also existed at the time and they were much bigger than us same in this uh, kali yuga and uh, next question is like what about their existence okay we have already mentioned that and briefly describe about 4 lakh human species so 400000 human species as it based on the level of consciousness so yeah it is so what is what do you mean by level of consciousness so there is precisely level of god consciousness i would put it that way um no sometimes they are not god conscious asuras are not god conscious um ghosts are not god conscious although they are higher than humans so you can note down these verses from the fifth canto for example 55 so when you know everybody can take notes so that they can uh, take note and remember these things and try to memorize these verses and like that so 55 21 and 22 भूतेषु वीरुद्भ्यो मघवत्दादयो ब्रह्मसुतास्तुषा ग्रास ट्रीज इन प्लांट आर सुपीरियर टू डल मैटर लाइक स्टोन अर्थ एक्सेट्रा 
Superior to non-moving plants and vegetables are worms and snakes, which can move. Superior to worms and snakes are animals which, that have developed intelligence. Superior to animals are human beings and superior to human beings are ghosts. Now, when we're talking about superior to human beings, it's all within the, eight, uh, within the 400,000 human species. They are just higher grade humans. And superior to human beings are ghosts because they have no material bodies. Superior to ghosts are the Gandharvas and superior to them are the Siddhas. Superior to the Siddhas are the Kinnaras and superior to them are the Asuras. Superior to the Asuras are the demigods and of the demigods, Indra, the king of heaven, is supreme. Superior to Indra, the direct sons of Lord Brahma, sons like King Dakshan. Supreme among Brahma's sons is Lord Shiva. Since Lord Shiva is the son of Lord Brahma, Brahma is considered superior. But Brahma is also subordinate to me, the supreme personality of Godhead. Because I am inclined to the Brahmanas, the Brahmanas are best of all. So Krishna is placing the Brahmanas as the topmost. Why? Because of their spiritual advancement. Of course, out of his humility, he is saying that Brahmanas are better than me. That's why his name is Namo Brahmanya Devaya. So he actually serves the Brahmanas. That's his, um, that's his liking because of their devotion. But um, you can see the gradation of you know the hierarchy and also if you go to uh, there's another kind of um, segregation among human beings and oh, and that is explained in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhulila chapter 19 thing texts 144 onwards all the way until 48-49 Tarmadhe sthavar jangam dui bhed jangame tiryak jalas thalachar vibhed The unlimited living entities can be divided into two divisions those that can move and those that cannot move Among living entities that can move there are birds, aquatics and animals so they are superior to those who cannot move like the trees, plants and everything Next, Tarmadhe Manusha Jati Ati Alpatara Tarmadhe Mlecha Pulinda Baudha Shabara. Although the living entities known as human beings are very small in quantity, that division may be still further subdivided, for there are many uncultured human beings like Mlechas, Pulindas, Baudhas, and Shabaras. Vedanishtha Madhe Ardhek Vedamukhe Mane Veda Nishiddha Papakore among human beings, those who are followers of the Vedic principles are considered civilized. Among these, almost half simply give lip service while committing all kinds of sinful activities against these principles. Such, princi such people do not care for the regulative principles. You see, this is further gradation of humans as we know on this earth. Dharmachari madhye bahut karmanishtha. Koti karmanishtha madhye ek jnani shreshtha. Among the followers of Vedic knowledge, most, of, most are following the process of fruitive activity and distinguishing between good and bad work. Out of many such sincere fruitive actors, there may be one who is actually wise. Koti jnani madhye hoi ek jana mukta, koti mukta madhye durlabha ek krishna bhakta. 
Out of many millions of such wise men, one may actually become liberated mukta and out of many millions of such liberated persons, a pure devotee of Lord Krishna is very difficult to find. I think there is also the answer for the question in today morning's um, Tattvadarshan series show where I think Rajeshwari Mataji has asked, why can't we find such pure people? Well, <laughs> very rare. Also rare because we were blinded because of our own ignorance. And when we are, you know, graced by the mercy of the Lord, then we can see that the arrangement of the Lord has always been there. Always. But we just, you know, uh, were totally unaware. We were sleeping when the greatest opportunity to get out of the material world was passing us. So, <clears throat> then I think... Krishna Bhakta Nishkam Ataiva Shanta Bhukti Mukti Siddhi Kami Sakaliya Shanta So, this is because the devotee of Lord Krishna is desireless, he is peaceful. Fruity workers desire material enjoyment, jnanis desire liberation, and yogis desire material opulence. Therefore, they are all lusty and cannot be peaceful. So, these are the gradations of um, human beings. So, these two uh, series of verses one is 5, 5, 21, and 22, the other is CC Madhya 19.144 all the way through 148. This is 149. Yeah, I think that should answer the question. Next question by Suvayan Sadhu Khan. Ah, well, this question, I don't really understand the question myself. So the question is, Prabhu, I can't understand properly about the ascending and descending yugas of Yuga Chakra of time. Prabhu, please enlighten on the topic. Ascending and descending yugas. What is ascending and descending yugas? I don't understand. I don't understand the question. I'm so sorry. Yuga Chakra of Time. Well, I really don't understand. Next question. Nishita Agarwal. Question by Nishita Agarwal. Similar to Shlok learning, what is the best way to study and revise Srila Prabhupada's books for thorough understanding and retention? Especially books like the Srimad Bhagavatam, which we may not be able to study in fullness multiple times. <laughs> Actually, there's no shortcut to learning. We have to read every day and also take notes um, during lectures and also if you can you can I personally never took any notes while reading um, the first read will always uh, you actually don't want to take notes you just read and try to understand the philosophy so with the first reading what happens is you will have a general understanding of what 
is being told and that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, we are his eternal servants. These things become, and we are not the body, we are the soul. These things become more prominent. And with subsequent readings and by hearing lectures and because the devotees will point to certain things when they're discussing certain topics, um, then we, you know, um, start to look at the details. And of course, I did a course on the shloka learning. You can, you may want to take some of the tip, some of the tips there from there. I think you have already watched that. Um, but now revising Shri Prabhupada's um, study and revise. Um, I do this usually. This is, I can only tell for myself. I usually do this um, not in the first read. So in subsequent reads, especially when I'm trying to learn some shlokas, and that's when I go and read the whole chapter. First of all, you can. A general tips would be like you can read all the translations of the entire chapter, and you, then you can read the verse and the translation and the purport like that the whole chapter and then try to see if you can categorize um, the chapter into sub parts for example if you take the if you take the second chapter of bhagavad gita um, the first uh, one two and three th- first three verses are krishna kind of chiding arjuna that this is you are behaving like a eunuch you know um, this is not befitting your position as a great warrior that you should run away from this battle and then fourth all the way through ninth is arjuna's uh, confusion presentation of his confusion and in that he also surrenders to krishna that is an important uh, incident there in 27 2.7 and 2.10 onwards 2.10 of course krishna uh, smiles because he is happy that Arjuna has surrendered and now the knowledge can actually be um, you know disseminated and that was the entire purpose of his coming down Dharma Samsthapan Arthaya so he was very happy in the 210 he smiles there and 211 all the way through 211 actually he chastises Arjuna 212 all the way through 230 is the description the scientific description of the soul so, what I'm saying is, so in this way, uh, so he explains the entire situation of the soul and the body. And then 31 through 38, 39, actually 38, he explains how, um, not only from the spiritual point of view of soul and body, but even as a Kshatriya, why you should fight. Even if you are taking the material body and that you are a Kshatriya, this in this birth, you're a Kshatriya, even if you consider that, why you should fight? And because you're spirit and body, uh, spirit and not body, why you should fight in the first, that 12, 212 to 230. And 231 to 238 is like that, uh, Kshatriya duties. And then 239, Buddhi Yoga starts. Uh, and then it goes all the way until, and actually 240s, there are so many, um, you know, um, kind of uh, themes. It goes in a flow, but Still, there is uh, demarcations of this, 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 this. And then finally, 254, um, Arjuna asks, what is the symptoms of a transcendentalist? How does he walk? How does he sit? Then 255, all the way through 
the end of the chapter 272 is a description of the self-realized soul and um, so in this way you can categorize so you can know the rough flow of the chapter so even when you were remembering the verses like even kunti stuti or mukundamala stotra you can segregate them into themes you know so you can actually just play with yourself quiz yourself okay for example mukundamala stotra what are the verses that deal with the holy name or what are the verses that deal with uh, the body what are the verse, verses that deal with um uh what to say uh, krishna's greatness so in this way there are so many you can quiz yourself and you can just run through all the verses in the mind and then oh this was that was this was that was in this way you can you know do your own revisions and the best way you can always remember these things is actually honestly i did not do all this until very late until very recently this kind of study but all this while we were just preaching i mean when you speak then you are forced to remember in fact knowledge is one thing which increases when we give and especially so spiritual knowledge which is very valuable knowledge so when you put it into use then we, you will start to remember so when we preach to others so we have to remember and quote the verse and um make it a point to actually quote the sanskrit because you will be able to remember the verse on your own but when you know conversation with somebody and you want to prove a point to bring that verse and kind of um, support the point that is that will take some practice sometimes you will fumble even though you know the verse very well you will fumble in the first time second time third time fourth time you will start to get the feel of it and if you uh, listen to shri prabhupad's lectures he quotes quotes many verses i mean uh, some verses especially many many times and then those verses get ingrained in your memory so the more we repeat the more we remember so remembrance uh, memory always works when you try to dig the thing out from your memory when you keep feeding in it will not um it will not last very long you need to repeat then only it will last and even not repeat means oh i don't get prabhu uh, time to preach or i don't get opportunity to preach well yare dekha tarika ho krishna upadesh and even if you don't find anybody you just speak to yourself you know just just think to yourself okay you, every day there are so many kind of situations right and every situation you can actually relate it to a verse or relate it to a past time that is in the shri prabhupada's books so in this way we should always connect we should always try to connect like that <clears throat> and one other thing is you have to eat krishna prasadam if you eat something else then that's not going to be very stable in your mind you cannot fix it on krishna and all these topics so krishna uh, krishna prasadam is very important chanting is very important nicely chanting and krishna's service we have to surrender see ultimately yasya deve para bhaktir there is no mechanical processes what i have told you all these things will be effective when we have unflinching faith in the spiritual master and krishna and take guidance from devotees who are more advanced in that path than ourselves that's when we will advance even though we may give all the tips 
it will not work if we are not in the mood of surrender and surrender we may think sometimes we are surrendering but um, there is still unlimited scope to grow in surrender right so we learn from those devotees who have surrendered and okay try to implement their instructions whatever so that's why guidance of devotees is very necessary very important in our spiritual life so this verse oh sorry it's covering the so in the uh, purport of uh, bhagavad gita chapter 6:47 there is this verse from shvetashvatara upanishad 6.23 yasya deve para bhaktir yatha deve tatha gurau tasyaite katitha hyartha prakashante mahatmanah only unto those great souls who have implicit faith in both the lord and the spiritual master are all imports all the imports of vedic knowledge automatically revealed gaurgeshwar das babu ji did not study all the shlokas like this but you see the realization is unmatched he even corrected bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur just imagine so it comes with our devotional attitude uh, so we have to of course study shri prabhupada's books carefully scrutinizingly he wanted us to do that and we have to preach and speak always about krishna and always um, see every incident and relate it to a verse related to a pastime related to something that devotee said or prabhupada said in the purports or in the lecture or somewhere that you heard and then not just be satisfied with that actually go and find that part where it is do a search now the vedabase software is is free for windows and mac and there is the app pocket vedas on your you know um phone also so you can take advantage and there is the 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 websites are there prabhupada.io prabhupada prabhupadabooks.com you can search hmm and find out the exact thing and read up again so that not just having a vague memory of it but a very clear fresh memory because you have just gone through it and then connect it back in and like that or if you are not if you don't know how to do all these things because at different stages devotees will be at different levels you know of their learning so you just read prabhupada's books whatever book you are reading just continue reading you will find the answers there so, so many times the devotees have this experience those who read they have this experience so just um, be connected with shri prabhupada's books all the time every day that's the only way to don't worry about whether you can repeat the reading of bhagavatam or not in fact we should repeat many 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 times like uh, there is a description that chaitanya mahaprabhu read the pastimes of dhruv maharaj and prahlad maharaj hundreds of times just the same pastime hundreds of times hundreds of imagine reading the same pastimes 100 times how much your understanding will improve but and even to have the taste to do that repeatedly you know because if we are not spiritually advanced we will find it boring or i have just read it you now what is that so but no each reading will actually take us deeper and deeper but for that we have to be sufficiently sufficiently you know advanced sufficiently um, we have to do practical devotional service and it has to go uh, side by side not that i am just reading whole day and i don't do any other service you know i don't care no i should be engaged in service uh, that's how these things practically we have to engage that's how realizations will uh, happen krishna will give us krishna says tesham you know this 10:10 तेषां सततयुक्तानां भजतां प्रीतिपूर्वकं ददामि बुद्धियोगं तं येनमाम उपयान्तिते दो टू दोस हु आर कांस्टेंटली डिवोटेड टू सर्विंग मी विद लव 
I give the understanding by which they can come to me. So he gives the understanding. So there is no such set process. Even if you follow any process, if Krishna does not give the understanding, we cannot understand. So how to uh, make him uh, give the understanding? There is only one way. That we have to serve him. Only that will make Krishna reciprocate with us. So we have to serve him. So we have to engage in the service. And you know, we have to do two things and sincerely follow that, chanting, reading, engaging in Krishna's service in the association of devotees, all these things will eventually um, blossom. So, I think you can hear some sound from some kids. Okay, next question. Dimitri Prabhu from Russia. So, Hare Krishna, please accept my humble obeisances. All glory to Srila Prabhupada. My question is about Sanskrit pronunciation. What does the comma before a word in the sloka mean? For example, Shishyasteham Sadhimam Tvam Prapannam. I heard that sometimes it is pronounced without the vowel and sometimes with, like in the word to word meaning. For example, Bhagavad Gita 2.7, 2.15, 16, 18, 20, etc. I have watched the sloka course you gave last year for Russian devotees. But that wasn't explained. Maybe it is explained in the English version, but I haven't watched it yet. Good question. That means you have been paying attention to shlokas. This is when I know that a devotee is actually reading and trying to learn. Because when he's asking those specific questions, then it means he's paying attention to detail. So uh, let's see, here there is not there. So let's go to 2.7. Actually, so this is what we are talking about, this apostrophe in the beginning. <coughs> it's not a comma, comma is below. It's called an apostrophe. So this is, um, there is this, I have explained this actually in the English uh, course. So, actually the word is aham, as you can see here, it's aham. But in Sanskrit and in many Indian languages, there is this rule called sandhi vichhed. Sandhi means two words join together as one word. And then when they are separated, they are again in their original forms. So, there are many rules that govern such... Um, okay, for example, here, this is the, this is the word... There is actually two words. As you can see here, dosho pahata. It is dosha plus upahata. Dosho pahata. So it ends with a. Dosha. It ends with and this a here. And here it starts with u. So that a plus u becomes o. So and becomes the other dosh and pahata are. You know left and right part of the word words 
and then the a plus u becomes o so dosho pahata so this is called sandhi or um, mixing of two words joining of two words rather so this joining and separation there are rules and <clears throat> when um, there is a you see like these two words okay even here shishyaste although it is not joined as one but in sanskrit it will be as one it looks looks like it looks like one word shishyaste that actually it is if you see here shishyaha but here is shishyas so that is again sandhi joining so there, there are rules on if this consonant comes or if this vowel comes as a starting letter of the next word what uh, this uh, first word ending should be so there are many rules like that so this aham when a uh, is preceded by a word which ends with a or sometimes even o or sorry aha uh, dasoham uh, dasoham means um, i am servant uh, in mail hmm? <clears throat> if it is female dasyaham dasi aham dasi means uh, female i uh, servant uh, female servant and dasaha means male servant so aha and dasaha aham it is not called sometimes aha becomes ar dasar that is uh, for other like um not exactly here this is not a good example um a like uh, pater turnam yated turnam pateta na pated anumrityu yavan no this is not here the <laughs> i don't get to remember anyway a when it's a then it's become air r r so anyway there are so many rules like that if you observe every time then you will catch, uh, get a good hold of those rules in fact although i learned these rules in my um, senior secondary school in my junior college in india i never paid attention or, um, honestly just for the exams i used to get full marks but i never really paid attention to all these things but just by reading shri prabhupada's books and observing those uh, when it becomes air or o or a and when it becomes this apostrophe um this all um, i have noticed so that's how i also learned so teham if you re- if you see the sanskrit of this it is te and then there is this symbol like s and then ham that s symbol which is a joint between a and a that is represented here as the apostrophe so that is so actually the word is aham but when you're chanting together you should chant shishyasteham but when you're reading it apart like this word to word meaning aham it is actually aham but when you are reading the shloka continuously with the previous word that should be in the sandhi form and in the word by word it should be in the vichhed form vichhed means the separated form original form in the verse it should be in the sandhi joint form so shishyasteham it should not be shishyaste aham sadhimam no that's not how it is pronounced uh, 
शिष्यस्तेहम साधिमाम तमाम प्रपन्नम सो आई गेस दैट होपफुली आंसर्स द क्वेश्चन नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन बाय दिमित्री अगेन From Bhagavad Gita 7.26, we know that Krishna knows past, present, and future. Since I am in the very beginning of spiritual life, I can be easily misled. Some atheists like to use the following argument very often. They say, if God knows future, that means all our activities are predicted. Therefore, there is no free will. No matter what we do, this is already predicted since He knows future. Can you kindly clarify this moment for me? I want to be strong in philosophy. So. <clears throat> since he knows everything in the future he knows when we will become devotees and when everything is going to happen well prabhupada explained that when it is said that when you know knowing the future means for example you know that if you commit a crime you will be caught by the police and go and be in the jail so that's a possibility or if you work hard you may become good in academics or sports or whatever you are pursuing so that is future so you you should know the uh, sequence so if if you do this then this is going to happen so in that way there is the law book and one who knows the law he knows the future of everyone if he knows the present so of course that is limited as we can understand as much as we can understand but krishna knows everything right <clears throat> he knows exactly when we will take up the uh, message right that's the thing the pure devotees can of course he also sends the pure devotees and by their mercy even if one is very sinful he will be turned hmm. so um, krishna knows everything so prabhupada explained like this the f- knowing the future means all this is there and he is inducing uh, us to change so that we can change the future but still the free will is with us revel is with us uh, but he he is inducing us okay you take to this and of course since he knows everything he would very well know when we would take but still he will do this all the time like he knows when we will come back even if he knows when he we will come back but still he is there as parmatma in our heart in every single life form we may take like even a rat or a cockroach or whatever he is in our heart why she should be in our heart when he already knows when we going to come that is called a friend he is always sitting and waiting you know please turn to me and he is always giving some of the other clue or some of the other way he is making us purified for example it is said haridas thakur explained that even if you chant uh, you know like the um, uh, mlecha who chanted haram haram uh, when the boar was attacking him that is explained in the narsimha puran so haram haram he took it as krishna took it as ram oh he is chanting ram name so let me liberate this person he liberated him so he is always waiting any small thing we may do he is taking it as big thing and he is making us advance step by step tiny step by tiny step so the way shri prabhupada explains is that the free will is never taken away but 
the future knowing the future means knowing everything like that's why even some sages are also trikalagya like narad muni he also knows the future vyasadev he knows the future right how do they know uh, because of knowing everything in the uh, how everything works when you know how everything works for example um it may sound foolish but it's because you know it doesn't look like a great a great prediction for example um if you turn this key in the car the engine will start if i say that now a person a child who does not understand he will say that or oh, he doesn't he may not believe how do you know how do you know that the sound the sound is going to start well i know if i say and he may not believe he may doubt but when it actually when I, when it actually happens wow how did you know that so it is just you have to know how everything takes place what gives rise to what so that is knowing the future and but what we want to do with our life we can actually do that free will is not taken away that's how shri prabhupada explained this knowing the future <clears throat> so we have to take to the process ha uh, we have to take to the process and then everything will work and if you don't take to the process that also everything you know like krishna said 1858 macchitta sarva durgaani mat prasada tarishyasi atha chaitvam ahankaran nashroshyasi vinangshyasi 18.58 if you become conscious of me you will pass over all the obstacles of conditioned life by my grace if however you do not work in such consciousness but act through false ego not hearing me you will be lost so in this way he knows what is going to happen with this way or what is going to happen if we take that way but then whether we want to take which way that is based on us he leaves it to us hmm. so that is the exact meaning of uh, knowing the future you should know the consequences of all our present action that that and similarly that would also mean one can know the past how because if he knows the future based on current actions and now he is seeing this present which is actually the future of the past right whatever we are experiencing now is the future of the past activities we have done in our previous lives and whatever karma right this is the future result of that past activity so if i know this can bring rise uh, give rise to this and if i see this and i will also know conversely what might has given what might have given rise to the effect that is being experienced now so they also will know the past that's why it's called trikalagnya when one knows entirely how things work how things takes place take place so then he is known as trikalagnya and to know this thoroughly one must be such a great uh, learned scholar and you know highly realized devotee and sage you know the kind, that's why the sages are revered because they undergo such tapasya you know they know and they have you know strict spiritual discipline and everything that's why their intuition is so sharp so anyway uh, that's the answer this is what shri prabhupad said yeah they still absolute that free will is never taken away that is for sure
I don't remember the exact conversation uh, where he said that. I think got to do some search or something. Okay, the next question again by Dimitri Prabhu. I am studying st- strengthening foundations. Can you please sing Guruvashtakam fully? It would be convenient for me to study melody and I can share it with Russian devotees because they are interested also in how it is performed in ISKM. What is the same tune as everywhere in ISKCON? Uh, we don't particularly have a recording of the Guruvashtakam in Mangalarati. Uh, but it is the same tune as everywhere and you can learn that tune you know and Prabhupada's uh, song is also there of the Guru Ashtakam so we can do like that anyway we'll, we'll try and I think in this in that strengthening foundations I have kind of each time I was explaining I was chanting maybe we will do a clips of all those chants and make one video out of it probably <clears throat> next question oh Dimitri Prabhu again a simple question um, so question by Bhakta Dimitri, should we chant some prayers before Japa? If we should, how to do this properly? Let's chant Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Shrimade Bhakti Vidhan Swamanita Namani Namaste Saraswati Deve Gaurvani Pracharani Nirvishesha Sunnivada Paschata Deshatarani Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasada Gaur Bhakta Vrinda. So these three mantras and then you start chanting Japa. So we pay our uh, respects to Shri Prabhupada and beg for, their, beg for his mercy and of course the Panchatattva and then we begin our chanting next Virendra Bhaktavirendra, question, are the demigods servants of Vishnu? Yes. And help Vishnu when he take incarnations? You can say help, but actually he doesn't need any help. But uh, he gives them opportunity to serve him when he comes as an incarnation. And they gladly accept those uh, roles that he gives them. So in that sense, uh, I mean, in a, in a language, I mean, when we are talking, we may, we may say help, but actually he doesn't need any help. Then why do some demigods like Brahma, Shiva and Indra challenge Supreme God Krishna during his incarnation on earth? That is also part of the help. <laughs> and also part of the drama. Like in a drama, you know, some sometimes, you know, devotees, we, we enact dramas. And so one of the devotees becomes a demon, one of the devotees becomes a schemer, you know, Shakuni role or something like that. You know, and one will be, you know, the protagonist, you know, Ram or Krishna or some devotee. So, but all are devotees. So that is a part of the plan. So now you now you try to understand. <laughs> um, Brahma was the one who um, Earth, Mother Earth, went to him 
and then brahma went to the ocean of milk and he prayed uh, along with the demigods and then the lord told brahma that i will come and then ask all the demigods to take birth in the on the earth and after all the thing happened krishna was only what a boy that means on the earth how many years would have passed like 6 7 years 8 years around there and brahma vimohan leela happened brahma was confused who is this you know he tried to steal all the you know cows and cowherd boys and everything Seven days on earth is what for Brahma? Was just seven, like one, not even a moment. He hid them and came back, and one year has passed. In a moment of Brahma, one year on the earth has passed. So seven moments, just you know, he prayed and came. Seven moments later, he got bewildered. What is this? <laughs> How to believe? And it is said in the nectar of devotion that. uh krishna actually showed himself um all the calves and you know cowherd boys as you know 400 narayan forms and in fact many other brahmas from other universes came and bowed down bowed on their heads at the feet of krishna and then he was like wow and then he offered his prayers asking for uh, forgiveness 10th canto 14th chapter all his prayers are there then done again in dwarka few years later just like maybe Say sixty, seventy years later, for Brahma that would be like sixty moments, like not even one second of his life. Again, he got bewildered. He went to the gate of Dwarka, uh, and then he asked um, uh, um, that uh, he wants to go in. The watchman, you know, the he stopped him. Who are you? Uh? <laughs> Brahma is coming. He said, "Who are you? No, uh, uh, I am Brahma. Um, Brahma, okay." then um, uh, you go and tell uh, krishna that brahma has come to visit uh, he will know then he sent his uh, assistant and the messenger went and told krishna brahma has come uh, krishna wanted to play a game so he asked the messenger you asked him back which brahma are you and the messenger came back and asked which brahma are you brahma like i mean what do you mean i am brahma you know i am the head of the universe what which brahma then uh, i am the four-headed brahma tell him i am the four-headed brahma then he went back he told he is the four-headed brahma it seems oh okay okay ask him to come in so this messenger came back okay you can come in access allowed <laughs> then uh, he went inside then he paid his obeisances and asked why did you ask like that which brahma what is this then he called all the other brahmas from other universes and everybody bowed on their heads and he felt like a mouse in front of elephants there were 10 headed brahmas 100 headed 1000 million trillion all the headed brahmas just a few moments ago he already saw that in the brahma vimohan leela and few moments moments prior to that he was one who answered i mean prayed for the lord to descend why is this happening so many times and indra was also and when everybody all the demigods prayed indra was also there he was also given the task you know why he is again challenging this boy all this part of the drama so that we can know the greatness of krishna so if there is you know if indra did not um, rain down the, you know such i mean cause such heavy downpour in vrindavan the govardhan leela you know govardhan giridhari he would not have been known as that right so these are all to assist krishna's pastimes mm-hmm. and also to show that you know all these indra brahma are nothing before krishna so brahma and indra they are glad in fact 
to make it clear to the public because people here on, in this world they always think oh i was i like shiva i like brahma i like indra i pray to murugan or you know kartikeya or ganesh my favorite god is durga like this they talk so demigods are disgusted disgust what nonsense these people are talking so when there is a pastime where they are so shown to be subordinate and krishna is the supreme they are, they actually like it ah let it be now known to the whole world that i am nothing in front of krishna let these rascals understand that krishna is the supreme personality of god huh? so to show all these things um no krishna does all these things then um what is the lifespan of demigods from what i understand uh in the next manvantara when the next manu comes bali maharaj becomes indra that means every manvantara there is a different um, demigod all the host of demigods that means i think it looks like every manvantara the demigods they change so their lifespan looks like is one manvantara you know i may be wrong but it said that the next manu um bali maharaj will become indra that means i am just trying to understand from that that when the manu changes there is the indra also changes who occupies the post of indra also changes that's my understanding so the lifespan is something like that but definitely all of them are less than one day of brahma only in the janaloka mahaloka tapaloka satyaloka which is even above the swargaloka which is where the heavenly planets are situated like indra and all this chandra and everybody surya until then they are finished at the end of brahma's day and after that the higher planetary systems they live and so at the max their lifetime is one uh, day of brahma but from what i understand from that particular incident is every manu every manvantara the demigods change that is the lifespan <clears throat> if i am wrong i may be corrected by some shastric evidence but that's what i understand as of now do they live for kalpa or brahma's day well i've already answered that so okay um next question dhiradas well i don't want to demoralize anyone but this question ideally should not be asked anyway let everybody know that what questions can be asked and cannot be asked also so hari krishna prabhu ji please accept my humble obeisances all glories to shri prabhupad bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur prabhupad passed away in 1936 and according to shri prabhupad in his letter dated 28th april 1974 he mentioned that actually amongst my god brothers no one is qualified to become acharya So amongst all the disciples of Sri Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Thakur only Sri Prabhupada is a bona fide acharya but Sri Prabhupada started giving initiations 30 years after Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Thakur's departure as until 1966 he did not initiate anyone so does that mean 30 years after his spiritual master's departure Sri Prabhupada became qualified i beg for forgiveness if anyone offended i ask it for the sake of clarification hari krishna so actually honestly i asked the same question before to sundagopal prabhu Uh, i think few months ago a f- couple of years ago around there so um, 
So what was what what is the what was the understanding of the future of the Gaudiya Vaishnavism after the departure of Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur? So if Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur did not ask anyone to become Acharya and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur himself left, so who would be the Acharya? And what would have what was the understanding of the future of the movement? So well, these are things you know which are um, uh, difficult for us to understand, but it is not that Prabhupada was only qualified 30 years later. He took up the task, I mean, he took up initiations 30 years later, but he was actually always qualified because he was sent here by Krishna. You know, his birth is not ordinary, he was qualified from day one. <laughs> so, only that uh, when the time came for his pastimes to be unraveled or uh, unveiled, uh, that's when uh, everything happened. And Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur knew that and he in fact asked him to preach in the western countries and um, you know like that. So that's why when one somebody asked Prabhupada, uh, when did you become authorized to be the spiritual master of this movement? Then Prabhupada said, when my Guru Maharaj ordered me. And he was he went on to ask uh, how did the order come and when did that happen? Don't, Prabhupada said don't go very speedily. When the Guru Maharaj ordered me, then I became guru. Nobody can become guru uh, until he is authorized by his guru. That's all. He just told that much. Uh, how the order came, he did not tell. Uh, but from his from his um, pastimes, from by the way he preached, the, the empowerment that we can see in him, we can understand that he was definitely. He definitely had the blessings of the entire parampara and he was the master acharya who delivered the entire world in Kali Yuga. So that itself is proof that he was empowered. That he was so even though we may not know when exactly and what exactly, all the details, uh, by the symptom we can see. So if anybody is really authorized and has full blessings of Krishna and the Parampara and his predecessor Guru, his own Guru, then he will never fall, especially when he's you know. Uh, asked to become Acharya. That is the test. So, if people are falling, that means they are never authorized. Yeah. Good that you asked because any trace of doubt should not be there. And uh, I also had this doubt and I also asked. You know. But yeah, we should not especially of a person of a stature of Srila Prabhupada whom, whose character is unquestionable. Um, you know, we we should not like conduct an investigation on how actually Shri Prabhupada got this, who gave him. Let me check out whether he's actually bona fide or not. Of course, I know you did not come with that motive, but <laughs> the but Shri Prabhupada, when he was asked the question, he himself answered like that: "Don't go very speedily. Just try to understand that when Guru Maharaj orders, then only you can become guru." So he said like that. So from that answer, we can understand that. We should not inquire things which we sh- we should not. That is a like a transgression of etiquette. Um, we should inquire about what we should learn from the spiritual master instead of checking whether the spiritual master is correct or wrong. Of course, there should be some um, examination from the disciple also. That is mentioned in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhilila, chapter twenty-four, text three hundred and thirty. But 
if you had not registered that madhilila 24.330 i mean let's take it out it's easier this way 24.330 now if you see this verse guru lakshan shishya lakshan dohar parikshan sevya bhagwan sarva mantra vicharan your book this is uh, instructions to if i'm not wrong um sanatan goswami rupa goswami so i think sanatan goswami said your book should describe the characteristics of the bona fide guru and the bona fide disciple <coughs> then before accepting a spiritual master one can be assured of the spiritual master's position similarly the spiritual master can also be assured of the disciple's position the supreme personality of godhead krishna should be described as a worshipable object and you should describe the bija mantra for the worship of krishna as well as that for rama or any other expansion of the supreme personality of godhead so you know so the cross examine so dohar parikshan this parikshan means the testing of both according to the lakshana lakshanas of the guru and disciple so one of the lakshanas of the guru is should be that he should be authorized by his guru so in that kind of parikshan uh, we can see but we can see from the result phalena parichayate now everybody can fake like many of the even uh, some of the proper disciples are saying oh prabhupada authorized me and some of the disciples of such guru say prabhupada authorized my guru maharaj secretly he came in dream and uh, authorized so everybody can say any story right so how do we know um which is correct and how who is correct and who is wrong so phalena parichayate so if one is empowered by the acharya then he should be you know krishna shakti vina nahe tar pravartan so when shri prabhupad you know bhakti vinod thakur has said in the purport uh, it was quoted of nectar of instruction verse 5 that bhakti vinod thakur said that uh, one can see the power of a vaishnava by how many vaishnavas he makes how many people he can convert to vaishnavism so by that we can see prabhupad's potency and even now he is changing so many people's lives through his books so by that itself we can understand that he is qualified otherwise not possible hmm. <coughs> okay next vrajeshwari mataji I thought I can finish this session quickly, but I think <laughs> no. There are still more questions are there. Okay. Hare Krishna, Prabhu Ji, Dhanwad Pranam, Hare Krishna, Mataji, Dhanwad Pranam. All glories to Shri Prabhupad. Um, often we struggle very hard to achieve material success in life, but we never strive hard to elevate ourselves spiritually. Why? Kindly enlighten. Hmm. we need to understand um the value of the goal of life how much will that mean if all our sufferings are finished and if we can see krishna face to face and if, or if we can serve him without the slightest distraction i mean how how much would that be of value to us and that will bring about greed when we value something very much that will bring about immense greed we will pay any price to get it and actually funnily i saw 
uh, one uh, devotee actually shared it with me. Just two days ago, there was this uh, YouTube uh, sensation. One, uh, I don't know, some he's a um, big YouTuber. So uh, he's a multimillionaire also. He made a lot of money on YouTube. So he bought Pokemon cards. It's like a, you know, cartoon, uh, what? Some cards, boxes of cards. It's just cardboard. Cardboard. That's all it is. And he bought about six and seven of, or eight of them or something like that. Boxes. And I think each box will have 36 cards or something. He bought them for $2 million. $2 million. Just because, you know, some rare cards are there and then people will, you know, pay for that. You know, it's like a collectible. You know, people collect coins, notes, and they collect this kind of Pokemon cards. And in, in childhood, we used to play with some of those, you know, when you buy some Coca-Cola and all these things, they will give some cricketers card or something like that. And some rare cards will be there or something like that. You know, these games, just marketing gimmicks. Now, they were paying, even gold, I don't know if it even uh, would um, cost that much. Honestly. It was just nothing. It was just a pack of cardboard cards. And just because of the demand, so many people wanted, just because of the demand, arbitrarily the prices have been raised so much. And he actually bought, he actually paid $2 million and and flew to the place in another country. Despite the pandemic, he went and bought and came back. And then he did a grand sale on his YouTube channel or something like that. How much, so I'm coming back to the point where you would pay any price if you think that is valuable. Even if it is actually just cardboard, you will pay millions of dollars for that. That is greed. You know, so how much would will we value Krishna? I mean, Krishna consciousness. How much do we value? Do we even understand its value? If we are not serious, means we don't understand the value of Krishna consciousness, um, the immense value of it, and therefore we need to be convinced. We need to be convinced, and that's why Shri Prabhupada painstakingly wrote all these books. To convince us the the value of the Krishna consciousness movement. In fact, Sri Prabhupada said the whole world will eventually understand the weight of this movement, the value that this movement brings to the world. So Prabhupada said that. So it will happen. So in our lives also we have to we see the problem is we tend to listen to worldly opinions, and because in the worldly opinion, Krishna consciousness movement is they say it's a cult, it's a this and that and you know, fanatic people or you know, whatever. So because of people's opinions, we think our opinion, okay, we are the ones, you know, a few devotees, we accept Krishna as God and we just see it as a very limited thing and of course devotees do understand, but then that understanding must be strengthened, the faith must be strengthened and the strengthening of faith comes with hearing and chanting. Shravanadi Shuddha Chitte Kurayodaya, you know. So that repeated, you know, reading and you know, engaging in service and all this, especially reading, 
to understand the value of it engaging well we are engaging in service we are engaging all our senses and sometimes we deal with devotees and you know we may treat them as ordinary persons or we may you know we take it as a ordinary thing okay we are just you know talking or you know cutting vegetables or you know carrying some things or you know look like ordinary activities at at those times we may not understand uh, you know we may not remi- remember sometimes the value of what we are actually doing so to actually therefore to be um, aware of these things we have to read the books the philosophy is very very important shri prabhupada's books therefore should be read all the time to remind ourselves of the value of this movement and every single thing that we're doing here is full of value if you understand like that so basically that's why krishna bhakti rasabhavita mati uh, this verse is there madhya 8.70 कृष्णभक्तिरसभाति क्रीयता लौल्यमूल्यमेकल by associating with people who have greed i'll come back come to come back to that see pure devotional service and krishna consciousness cannot be had even by pious activities in hundreds and thousands of lives it can be attained only by paying one price that is intense greed to obtain it if it is available somewhere one must purchase it without delay now I'm talking about this cardboard you know this, those cards which people paid for, i mean this this fellow he paid 2 million dollars how was he convinced how did he have that faith that i should spend 2 million dollars to buy these cheap cardboard cards which may which probably took about few cents to create each card so how 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 was he convinced because he was surrounded by people who were convinced of the value of the card and he also jumped into the you know thing and he bought with that much money and recently uh, there's a big news world news that this particular man actually from singapore he bought a jpeg so jpeg you can download from the internet but he bought that jpeg for 69.3 million us dollars it's a thing you can you can download free on from the internet but he download he bought it for 69.3 million us dollars 93 singapore dollars 93 million singapore dollars they find value in that so the the greed and they want to obtain it even at that cost okay so how did that happen because they were in this world all the way they were always into these collectibles and you know interacting with other people who collect things and you know in that in that way their greed for these things oh, i i must i must get that rare card you know just because everybody want everybody says that that is rare what is what is rare in that card just one picture so what they don't care to understand how rare is this human life that they don't value they live like animals not understanding the rarity of human life whereas we i mean we are trying to understand the rarity of human life now that card may be rare maybe there is one or two in the world but 
okay so rare is one thing what is the use of that card in the grand scheme of life nothing yeah so it is baseless useless so rare and with meaning that's why it is said manusham arthadam today morning also i showed this verse see 11 9 लब्ध्वा सुदुर्लभम इदं बहु संभवान्ते मानुष्यमर्थदम अनित्यमपि हधीरः तूर्णम यतेत नपतेत अनुमृत्यु यावन् निश्रेयसाय विषयः खलु सर्वतस्याद् सो हियर एस्पेशली दिस वर्स इज दिस लाइन दिस लाइन इज सेइंग दिस टू लाइंस फर्स्ट एंड सेकंड लाइन आल्सो लब्ध्वा सुदुर्लभम वेरी वेरी रेयरली फाउंड रेयरली अचीव्ड व्हाट इज दैट इदम बहुसंभवान्ते आफ्टर मेनी मेनी बर्ड्स विल गेट दिस ह्यूमन बॉडी व्हाट इज सो रेयर अबाउट दिस अनित्यमपि हधीरा अनित्यमपि दैट मींस दिस इज आल्सो एज टेंपरेरी एज एनी अदर एनिमल्स बॉडी और समटाइम्स इवन द लाइफ टाइम इज लेसर देन सम एनिमल्स like tortoise maybe it lives many a few hundred years so is as temporary as any other animal body so why is it rare arthadam it it will it can bestow upon us the greatest boon of life it is not anartha anartha means unnecessary thing yeah this card may be rare but it is unnecessary it is useless what is the use of having that rare card yeah whereas this is rare because it is arthadam it fulfills the goal of life and it can end our cycle all sufferings will be finished with this rare human body so therefore we value this manushyam this human body arthadam turnam yateta napade danumrityu yavan nishreyasaya vishaya kalu sarvatasya so Thus, a sober human being should quickly endeavor for the ultimate perfection of life, as long as his body, which is always subject to death, has not fallen down and died. Hmm. You see, rare human form, which although temporary, affords one the opportunity to attain the highest perfection, that is not available in the animals, animal body. So, why should I waste the time of, again going back to animal body? Let me finish it this time. So, that is proper. That is called Brahmana. A Kripana means he, he does not use his rare human form of life. which is very very valuable but he throws it away for the pokemon card collector if i throw a box of pokemon cards in the rubbish bin he will think i am a crazy fellow are he has just thrown 1 million dollars of worth of cards in the dustbin he will think i am crazy and devotee will think what is this fellow crazy this human life which is more than any trillions of dollars one moment is more than trillion dollars um, you know countless one moment cannot be gotten back by even uh, unlimited number of gold coins right so in unlimited value and they throwing it away in the garbage by leading lives of animals so devotees will say he is a crazy fellow and the pokemon collector will say the devotees are crazy fellows hmm they bhagavad gita you know we sell bhagavad gita you know um you know here in singapore we sell them for 25 dollars sometimes people are huh, why why so much i always ask them so how much did you pay for your education from 
nursery all the way to your postgraduate how much did you pay thousands of dollars right and what you got out of that you're struggling in this world this 25 dollars will take you back to godhead why this is not a enough price flight ticket from uh, singapore to india a few hundred dollars flight ticket from uh, singapore to golok vrindavan 25 is not uh, is too high what are you talking about so um you know the cost of paper is not the thing the value it gives in fact million dollars or billions of dollars are not enough for one copy of bhagavad gita but because you know we need printing you know cost we need to cover and also for the running of the temple and all this for furthering the mission of krishna in this world all lakshmi belongs to krishna what 25 dollars all your salary belongs to krishna but we are asking only 25 dollars huh give something to krishna so that krishna's mission can be furthered and then you can be blessed because your money is being used to further krishna's mission hmm we don't take anything we don't get a commission not a single cent comes to us huh so are we greedy no what greed everything is krishna's property and should be given to krishna that's why devotee should be very confident everything belongs to krishna only <clears throat> so it's how much you value when they don't understand the value then like like the pokemon card collector he doesn't he thinks that i don't understand we don't understand the value of those cards he thinks like that and we take that not they're not the cardboard this paper this bhagavad gita this is much more valuable than anything else so but now you may say oh his opinion or my opinion everybody has their opinion no Yes everybody can have their opinion but what Krishna's opinion is that's what counts. So that is real deal. So if our opinion is coinciding with Krishna's opinion because if Krishna says this Bhagavad Gita is very valuable you know uh, Krishna considers that very valuable. So because of him uh, whoever agrees with that opinion uh, that he is correct. Somebody says some cardboard is valuable then he is a rascal because it does not coincide with Krishna's opinion. Wow, I did not expect that would be at such a long answer. <laughs> ah, next question by again Rajeshwari Mataji. Rajeshwari, how should a devotee perform the devotional services with attachment? at this point we don't have much attachment the attachment we have is very feeble very very feeble so we have to um, you know first of all follow the orders of the spiritual master for now that is very important the attachment is that we have to follow the order of the spiritual master and when we follow everything properly and eventually that thing will come the raga raganuga bhakti this is called technically raganuga bhakti where one is spontaneously attached to krishna so that will come at a at a later stage it will reveal itself uh, by the grace of uh, the spiritual master and krishna for now our duty should be just execute on the order of the spiritual master not deviating any our mind that's why every morning we are singing uh, what is that guru mukha padma vakya chittete koriya aikya ar na kori ho mane asha 
ಗುರುಮುಖ ಪದ್ಮವಾಕ್ಯ ಚಿತ್ತತೆ ಕೊರೆಯ ಆಯ್ಕೆ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ಸಿಂಗಲ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಸಿಂಗಲ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟೆಡ್ ಅಟೆನ್ಷನ್ ಅಟ್ ದ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಗುರು ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಕ್ಯೂಟ್ ದಟ್ ಆರ್ ನಾ ಕೊರಿಹೋ ಮನೆ ಆಶ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಡಿಸೈರ್ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಡಿಸೈರ್ ಈವನ್ ಅಟ್ಯಾಚ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಲ್ ವೆನ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಡೂ ದ ಡ್ಯೂಟಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ಈವೆಂಚುಲಿ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ವಿಲ್ ರಿವೀಲ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಡೂ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಕರೆಂಟ್ ಸಿಚುವೇಶನ್ ವಿ ಶುಡ್ ಡೂ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಬಿಯಾಂಡ್ ಅವರ್ ರೀಚ್ ದಿಸ್ ನೋ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಈವನ್ ಕಾಂಟೆಂಪ್ಲೇಟಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಸೊ ನಾವು ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಡೂ ದಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವ್ ಇಸ್ ಗಿವನ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಂಪಲ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಹೈ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟು ಗೆಟ್ ದೇರ್ ಐ ಮಸ್ ಗೋ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ಬೈ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ನಾವು ಐ ಆಮ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಥಿಂಕ್ ಹೌ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಐ ರೀಚ್ ದಟ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಅಂದರೆ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಅನೇಬಲ್ ಟು ಈವನ್ ರೀಚ್ ವಿತ್ ಮೈ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಈವನ್ ಇಫ್ ಐ ಜಂಪ್ ಅಪ್ ವೆರಿ ಹೈ ಐ ಕನಾಟ್ ರೀಚ್ ದಟ್ ದಟ್ ಹೈಟ್ ನೋ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಫಾಲೋ ದಿಸ್ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಐ ಕಮ್ ಟು ದಟ್ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ದೆನ್ ಇಟ್ ವಿಲ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಬಿ ಒನ್ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ಅವೇ ಈಸಿಲಿ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಗೋ ಟು ದಟ್ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ರೈಟ್ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ವಿ ಕಮ್ ಟು ದಟ್ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ ದೆನ್ ಯು ನೋ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಆಕ್ಸೆಸ್ ದಟ್ ದಟ್ ಸ್ಟೇಜ್ ಫಾರ್ ನಾವ್ ದೇರ್ ಸೋ ಮಚ್ ಅನರ್ಥನ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ದಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಲೆಟ್ಸ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಯು ನೋ ಡೂ ಅಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಡ್ಯೂಟಿ ದ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಟು ಎಕ್ಸಿಕ್ಯೂಟ್ ಆನ್ ದಟ್ ದೆನ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ವಿಲ್ ಕಮ್ ಆಟೋಮ್ಯಾಟಿಕಲಿ ಇನ್ ದ ಡ್ಯೂ ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ ವೆರಿ ಗುಡ್ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ ಪರ್ಫೆಕ್ಟ್ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಿಸ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಸೊ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ ಬೈ ಬ್ರಜೇಶ್ವರಿ ಮಾತಾಜಿ ಪ್ರಭುಜಿ ಥಿಂಕ್ ಪಾಸಿಟಿವ್ ಬಿ ಪಾಸಿಟಿವ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪಾಸಿಟಿವ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ವಿಲ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆಫನ್ ಹರ್ಡ್ ಕೋಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಆರ್ ಯುವರ್ ವ್ಯೂಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಆನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಪರ್ ಅವರ್ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಸ್ ಡು ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅ ಕೋವಿಡ್ ಪಾಸಿಟಿವ್ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ನೆಗೆಟಿವ್ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ ರೈಟ್ ಸೊ ಥಿಂಕ್ ಪಾಸಿಟಿವ್ ಬಿ ಪಾಸಿಟಿವ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಗೆಟ್ ಕೋವಿಡ್ ಪಾಸಿಟಿವ್ ನೋಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ನೆಗೆಟಿವ್ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ದ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಗೆಟ್ ರೈಟ್ so the thing that we consider positive is actually negative just like when you get a covid positive result that is a negative news when you get a covid negative result that is a positive news and of course now with the pcr test not being very accurate it can mean a negative result sometimes but generally i'm speaking when there is a some somebody gets aids positive <laughs> that means it's a totally negative news right if it's aids negative uh, then, then okay that's a positive news ಸೊ ಪ್ರವೃತ್ತಿಂಚ ನಿವೃತ್ತಿಂಚ ಜನಾನ ವಿದುರಾಸುರ ಹ್ಞೂ ಸಾರಿ ಪ್ರವೃತ್ತಿರೇಷಾ ಭೂತಾಂ ನಿವೃತ್ತಿಸ್ತು ಮಹಾಫಲ ಸೊ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಥಿಂಕ್ ಪಾಸಿಟಿವ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಐ ಶುಡ್ ಗೆಟ್ ಸಮ್ ಬಿಗ್ ಯು ನೋ ಮನಿ ಆರ್ ಬಿಗ್ ಪೊಸಿಷನ್ ಕಾರ್ ದಿಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಸಮ್ ಅವಾರ್ಡ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಗೆಟ್ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ರೆಕಗ್ನಿಷನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಆರ್ ಸಮ್ ಐ ಶುಡ್ ಗೆಟ್ ಅ ಸನ್ ಆರ್ ಐ ಶುಡ್ ಗೆಟ್ ಸೋ ಮೆನಿ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಯು ನೋ ದೇ ಪ್ರೇ ಫಾರ್ ಸೋ ಮೆನಿ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೇ ಕನ್ಸಿಡರ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಪಾಸಿಟಿವ್ but these things increase our attachment increase our fever of the material disease just like covid positive there is a disease right we are material posi- materially positive now that means spiritually negative it's a negative news if we are positively inclined towards material world we are in a diseased condition right now much more deadlier than covid this samsara this material disease is much more uh, deadlier than covid and in this we are tested positive all of us but that's why we are in this material world 
but tested positive for maya virus and we think anything that gives uh, you know this um, more and more maya that is positive that is negative so what is really positive to be detached from this and attached to krishna that is real positive so think positive be positive means think of krishna and do you know manmana bhava mad bhakto madhyajimam namaskuru mam evaishyasi yuktvaivam atmana mat parayana so that is positive mam evaishyasi satyam te pratijane priyosime that is positive always think of him always uh, what is it become his devotee offer obeisances to him and worship him this is thinking positive thinking of krishna anything else is negative it is a disease positive but that is actually negative news so <clears throat> you tell them like that whoever is asking whoever quotes this kind of things you and our so called devotees from our you know hari krishna movement talking about positivity promoting material thing gaur gopalas who else who else huh talking about material positivity and when we make videos on him he is talking rubbish nonsense and people you know very blind followers they come and say oh he is after all spreading positivity he is spreading maya virus positive result everywhere spreading maya virus huh? super spreader these people who have millions of uh, uh, followers spreading so called positivity in this world super spreaders of maya virus the real uh, positive news is krishna consciousness you must become disgusted the word is virakti bhakti pareshanu bhava virakti you must get complete negative feelings about material pessimistic in fact the word is used prabhupada one must be pessimistic about material advancement or material um, uh, improvement hmm. one should be <coughs> positively inclined towards krishna that is real coming out of the disease <laughs> Oh, another question on someone else's behalf. Okay. Prabhuji, the below question is from one of my friends, Rita Di, who stays at Banaras. Okay. Recently. I have given up on consumption of onion and garlic and not accepting food from meat eaters house. Very good. Nowadays consuming eggs is very common in our families like my bhabhi's family or my daughter-in-law's house. Hmm. Happen to stay for longer periods with them. In such situations how can I adhere to regulatory principles? Have sense that they hide from me that they do use eggs in their cooking. Kindly suggest. So Mm. So you can uh, cook your yourself. You have to cook yourself. Vegetarian is not enough. You have stopped eating onion and garlic and accepting food from meat eaters. But even accepting food from vegetarians is not enough. Even if they are like completely vegetarians. So we have to eat Krishna Prasadam. So you cook. You cook your food, and if 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 they can um, eat your food, you can cook for them also. why we should eat their food and if they are eating eggs then you preach to them if you find out even if they are hiding you just frankly straightforward you, you are trying to help them you don't have any ill intention tell in a nice way 
bhabiji or whoever is that um, you know um, eating eggs uh, uh, please uh, you know you should not eat eggs you know this is like um, you know eggs are like you know that monthly cycles the women have it's something like that you are eating that what kind of thing you are eating and this is tam- completely tamasic thing you are eating you know and our consciousness will not be good and sometimes they may not understand all these things so you just okay you saw that fine then uh, you try to preach to them about krishna consciousness these prohibitive rules can come later on these regulations you first give them krishna consciousness okay ask them to chant first yeah, on the other hand you you also cook yourself at the same time you explain to them uh, sorry i cannot eat because i think you all are cooking eggs so that i cannot eat like that i have to offer to krishna so kindly understand um but you know what i really want you also to take it up so you also you know start reading these books try to understand and i will show you if you are not convinced why you should eat egg i will show you so many things i can cook nicely uh, and very very tasty more better taste than all the other things i will cook for you nice krishna prasadam and we can go to temple and there there also you can get nice krishna prasadam without any of these things nonsense things this is our vedic culture why we have to you know give up and you know take all this mlecha um, food so you say like that like once it happened that prabhupad <laughs> one boy he was a young boy he just became a devotee um he came to prabhupad's room and uh, he bowed down and when he bowed down from his chanting bag one chocolate fell out <laughs> so prabhupad saw that and the boy did not know what to do he was like late teens maybe 18 19 around that age and he knew that chocolate could not be eaten but he was still attached and he tried to hide it but it fell out, fell out when he was um, um offering obeisances so he just took the chocolate and don't know what to do in front of prabhu he just offered to prabhu prabhu this is for you <laughs> prabhu said what is this and then he saw oh this is um, chocolate oh this is not we should not eat this um then he asked him what do you like in this chocolate that um, that uh, you are attached to it he said it is very sweet and very nice okay then he went and he made kheer and he offered to this boy and he ate the kheer and he, his description was that that kind of taste and never had that's it immediately left chocolate so our thing is higher taste so give them nice prasadam so that they forget what is the use of the nonsense eggs i think you know very nicely this can be um, cooked very nice food stuffs can be cooked and offered to krishna and you know you can uh, eat your way back to godhead you know so prabhupada used to say like that we just have to eat our way back to godhead prasadam so like that you have to you know preach to them sometimes when you say oh you should not eat maybe they will not like so give them in a you know nice cook something nice Uh, you see this how nice it is why do you want to eat egg tell like that so uh, then they will slowly slowly understand and when they understand more philosophy they can you should try to preach to them if see if the, somebody is not following something then you should take it that krishna has given you an opportunity to preach now it is a blessing if somebody is not following something it is a blessing for you because now it is an opportunity for you to preach and now you will try to preach you may fail once you may fail twice you may fail 10 times still to go and preach and then krishna will give intelligence how to do it also and it also depends on the other person whether he wants to take it or not but we have to do our part to help that person hmm. hope that helps next question
Um, let's see. Uh, I think. <coughs> Okay, these questions I can pull up from here. So, Lalita Sharma is asking, what is the purpose of soul and Brahman? What is the purpose of soul and Brahman? Well, we are Brahman. Hmm? Parabrahma is Krishna. Brahma means spiritual. Brahman means spiritual. What is the purpose? Our purpose is to... We are supposed to be eternal servants. We are not supposed to be. We are eternal servants of Krishna. Just that we forgot. Now... Uh, so, but um, yeah, the, our purpose is that to serve Krishna. That's it. Brajesh Oberoi, how to get rid of emotional attachment with someone? Oh, somebody is ready to take sannyas. <laughs> uh, well. <coughs> <coughs> <clears throat> so emotional attachment from someone how to get rid of see emotional emotions are there when we are attached to that person so that can only be given up by transferring our attachment to krishna we can't become detached from anything either we are attached to this thing or this thing, either to the body or to the soul, I mean to Krishna. <coughs> if you are attached to the body, <coughs> then because we are not attached to Krishna, that's why we are attached to the body. If we transfer our attachment to Krishna, then we will not be attached to the body. So it depends on where we repose our attachment. So we need to cultivate. That's why Krishna says in the seventh chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Maya Saktamana Partha Yogam Yunjanmadashrayaha. You see, he's saying, get attached to me. Asamshayam samagrammam yatha jnasasitachrunu. Supreme Personality of God had said, Now hear, O son of Pritha, how by practicing yoga in full consciousness of me, with mind attached to me, uh, you can know me in full, free from doubt. <coughs> so he's asking, Maya saktamana partha. Get attached to me. That's what we should do. So, how to get attached to him? By hearing and chanting. And by taking Krishna Prasadam, by doing all the morning program, all the the whole um, system given by Srila Prabhupada, associating with devotees. Now, alone we cannot have that enthusiasm to continue every day. One, two days, three days after that, our enthusiasm plummets. Therefore, we have to keep in the association of devotees and do it all the time hmm. as a routine. And that's how uh, our attachment, once we are not attached to something, our emotions for them dry up. You know? So, that is how it goes. So, we get attached, attached to Krishna. Artificially trying to detach is not the... Because you will feel a vacancy in your heart. So, that's not uh, very effective. There will be relapse of the disease. That's called a Vantashi. Vantashi means opposite of Sanyasi. Like Sanyasi is one who renounces. Vantashi means... Vanta means uh, vomit. Ashi means one who asha, one who desires vomit, one who wants to eat back the vomit that he has. Who who wants to eat vomit, vomited substance? 
So it's disgusting, right? So if somebody wants to eat that, that is vantashi. So it is a sannyasi who wants again to enjoy. So that happens because he did not have sufficient shelter at the lotus feet of Krishna. He did not fix his mind on Krishna. Therefore, he came back to materialistic life. Therefore, we have to, wherever we are, even if it is very difficult situation, we have to just focus on increasing our attachment for Krishna by always reading about him and especially Sri Prabhupada's books. The sum and substance of, I mean, once you read Prabhupada's books, then automatically you want to chant, automatically you want to associate with devotees, automatically everything happens. You have to read Prabhupada's books. And the more you associate with devotees, the more you'll be inspired to follow, you know, read more of Prabhupada's books and follow and put it into practice and everything. But reading is the, uh, the foundation of a devotion, a devotee's life. He has to read Prabhupada's books. <coughs> so, that is that. Um, Virendra, Bhakti Virendra. Soul is eternal and consciousness pervades in a particular body as per conditioning. So, does consciousness change in each species as per body it accepts? What is the origin of consciousness in a living entity? Origin of con- consciousness is is the symptom of living entity. Is a symptom, and um, consciousness does it change in different bodies? It is covered or revealed according to the see. The deeper we go into this, like humans are mostly aware, can be aware of their spiritual existence, but animals know. So the consciousness is so so much covered with materialistic. I mean, these three modes, especially of the mode of ignorance, that they have no access to this understanding of spiritual life. Just like gold, gold is always shining and brilliant, but when it is covered with so much dust and minerals and in the ore. Um, it does not look attractive. It looks dull. It it does not exhibit its brilliance. When that dirt is uncovered, then it exhibits its natural brilliance. So similarly, it is the same. We are, we as a spirit soul, is the same consciousness. The brilliant consciousness that we are actually supposed to have. Or we are not supposed to. We already have. It is covered by so much dust and layers of this materialism. The coverings of the three modes. So that has to be uncovered. That cheto darpanam arjanam bhavamaha davagna nirvapanam. So that cheto darpanam arjanam happens, the cleansing of the heart happens um, by chanting. And to be convinced to chant properly every day, we have to read. So this hearing and chanting process is very, very purifying. And that's how um, we can revive that. Dimitri is saying, I chant shlokas while I am cleaning the flat. Very good. This is very good. This is how the interest should be like this. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not bragging, but you know, I, just my experience. At one point, I'm not a good flute player. I just learned some little bit of basics and I stopped really after that. I was already into Krishna consciousness and I was already brahmachari and then one music teacher came to our temple and you know he offered that he can teach us flute and we started learning and in those days i was so um, crazy about learning the flute that sometimes i would have to drive so i would take my flute with me and drive the vehicle our temple van and when there is red light i would practice the flute when i was waiting and 
um, I used to practice like that. So no time and all these are excuses when one is not sufficiently interested. If one is interested, he will make time somehow or other. And honestly, even um, I also, when I learn shlokas, it's when I'm doing something, you know, I just recollect all the shlokas, you know, like when I'm bathing and when I'm you know, dressing up or, you know, or doing something sometime when I'm eating or sometimes when I'm just waiting for something. Uh, just sitting around and I'll just revise some of the shlokas that I learned, um, chant some of the series of shlokas that I've learned, like Ishopanishad or Nectar of Instruction or Mukundamala Stotra or Bhagavad Gita Chapter 1 or Chapter 2 or uh, Kunti Stuti. So in this way, just reviving, I mean, revising our uh, Gita Mahatmya. These are a few I've learned. So I just revise all those like that. So <clears throat> that's a very good thing, in fact. When you're doing other things, anyway your hand and leg is working and your mind is anyway thinking of something, right? When you're cleaning the flat or doing the kind of brain dead works, you know, <laughs> where you don't have to use your brain much of it. So the brain, anyway you're, you will be thinking, when you're sweeping the floor, for example, or cleaning, your mind is always thinking of making some plan, right? So if there is nothing of importance or nothing that is immediate, then we can, we can always recollect the shlokas instead. You know, so that is the best use of uh, the thinking power. So this is very good. P.J. Sharma. Shri Prabhupada once said that if there is no one to preach, then you preach to the walls. Yeah. You should preach to the walls. Repetition is the father of knowledge. <laughs> but we should also repeat with meaning. Yeah, we should understand the meaning because some people, especially I am coming from Smartha Brahmana uh, family background, so I have seen so many. I think many Indians will know. So the priests in the temple they chant so many mantras, pakka, pronunciation, meter, everything pakka. Sometimes you ask them the meaning, they don't know. So they are chanting like parrots, but they don't know. So repetition should be there, but with understanding. Um, Okay, Virendra. For Ritvik, Shri Prabhupada is direct Guru. So, are there no Siksha Gurus in Ritvik system? What kind of question is this? Every devotee who helps you in your advancement, even if he teaches you how to put on a tilak, how to put on a dhoti, or how to even you know cook, everybody is Siksha Guru. That's why we call everybody Prabhu, right? So, why, why there is no Siksha Guru? In fact, the Siksha Guru system is what Shri Prabhupada set up. You be Ritviks and then I be the Diksha Guru and you be Siksha Guru. That is Shri Prabhupada's system. Why do you say that there is no Siksha Guru or ask that kind of question? Next question. Wow, covered the entire screen by Adit Vijay. Hare Krishna Dhanavad Pranam Prabhupada. Prabhu, in our altars, we why do we keep only the last few Acharyas and Shat Goswamis? Why not other Gaudi Vaishnavas, great Acharyas like Narutundas Thakur, Losundas Thakur? Is there any purpose to keep only till the Goswamis and Panchatattva? Also, can we have other important Acharyas in altar? Let me read that again. Uh, especially Madhvacharya as our Gaudiya Vaishnava is based on his philosophy and also our calendar marks appearance and disappearance days of Srila Madhvacharya. Because in Iskon Udupi they have kept a picture of Madhvacharya. Not sure if it is Iskon Bangalore or other Iskons. Can we do that? Thank you, Prabhu Hare Krishna. So there are millions of sadhu. Now you read the Bhagavatam, you will find Narad Muni. Put Narad Muni also inside. Put Vyasadeva, put, I mean, put all the 
devotees, you know, like Dhruv Maharaj, Prahlad Maharaj, first Prahlad Maharaj with Narasimha we have. See, there are unlimited, and that's why we always say, Ananta Koti Vaishnav Vrindaki Jai. Why we say that? All Vaishnavas pay obeisances. But for practical matters, Srila Prabhupada said that, the five Acharyas, and of course, that doesn't mean that we don't respect Narutam Das Thakur or Madhvacharya or you know any of the Acharyas. But let's keep it to the what Srila Prabhupada has given us. Let's not introduce something. See, we should have a standard protocol. Now, for example, okay, because of in I can understand in Udupi, you know, they put Madhvacharya because Madhvacharya, everybody is Madhvas there. And of course, and it, you know, even Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur in the I think uh, Mayapur Chaitanyamat, I think the he has the four acharyas of the four sampradayas, Ramanujacharya, Madhvacharya, Nimbarka Acharya and Vishnu Swami. <coughs> so he has done that. But ordinarily we don't um, put everybody. Of course we respect. It's not that we don't respect because we don't put their picture. But suppose you start putting it and all the acharyas and somebody comes and then you know you will start, oh you also have to put your but many things will start. We should have one standard, uniform standard. Actually, Prabhupada has given us and follow that. And nobody is saying that putting Narutandas Thakur's picture is wrong or nothing like that. I'm not saying. But you can put. <coughs> How many pictures you want to put in an altar? And then when you put the picture, you have to wipe and you have to take care of the everything. So, our main thing is <coughs> Sankirtan movement with elaborate deity worship, unless there are many, many Brahmanas involved, um, we should not make it very, very elaborate. We have to make it practically, you know, we have to put everything. And then, of course, uh, concentrate mainly on the Shravanam Kirtanam and preaching to others. That is real service to Narutam Das Thakur, that is real service to Madhvacharya, that is real service to all the whole entire Parampara. Keeping them, wiping their pictures is one thing. Uh, good, I am not saying no, but main service is preaching to others. If more and more souls are brought to Krishna consciousness, that is preaching. So, we will keep to the standard of what Shri Prabhupada has given us. In Gaudiamat, they used to follow all the appearance and disappearance days of all the Acharyas. Shri Prabhupada gave us, you know, practically what we can follow. Of course, we can follow the other Acharyas, optional. But uh, these are must. So, we will follow and then preach. And with preaching, if we can still follow, then well and good. But preaching we should not give up. Oh, I am following this, 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 therefore I don't have time to preach. Sometimes devotees, you know, have wrong priorities. Oh, I have Krishna at my home, I need to do this and that, therefore I cannot come to the temple and do service and, you know, uh, listen to the classes. And This is wrong. Srila Prabhupada therefore said, some, at one point he said, uh, stop deity worship at home. No, no deities in the house, just come to the temple. Of course, that doesn't mean it's a mandate for all householders not to have deities. But he did not like the idea that because of the deities, they are not coming and associating with devotees. Associating with devotees is the real thing. That's how we serve Krishna. Hmm. And Krishna in your house and here same. So when you are serving here, it is not that the Krishna in the house is um, you know, not served. He is served, the same Krishna. So in the association is what is very important. Hmm. And to be our range of activities, see, we have already a full range of activities for the entire day. We don't have to fill up with others, other types of activities more and more. We have to focus more on the preaching. That is real service. Um, next. 
Dimitri is asking who are the 14 Manus and what is their function? They are actually progenitors. The 14 Manus are mentioned in uh, what OS is that? ಸ್ವಾಯಂಭುವಾಯಂಭುವಾಯಂಭುವಾಯಂಭುವಾಯಂಭುವಾಯಂಭುವಾಯಂಭುವಾಯಂಭುವಾಯಂಭುವಾ
it does that does not it is not that it happens like that at all so this ascending and descending is totally rubbish that's why 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 is he even hearing suvayan prabhu why are you hearing from all this uh, asad guru asad guru you hear from the real sad guru vishal prabhu pad this is so called sad guru is asad guru it is nonsense so we follow what shri prabhupada bona fide acharya coming in the sampradaya system this fellow he did not even read any vedas he he says how oh, i i don't read vedas i don't believe he say everything is in the heart we have to we should uh, you know we could we should realize from within talking rubbish and why is he even talking on these topics then then if you if you do not speak the vedas or if you do not read the vedas and you are not interested don't talk about anything that is subject matter of the vedas and vedic literature be honest don't on one side say that i i don't read and then again on the other side he will explain things that are mentioned there this is absolute hypocrisy nonsense we're going to make one video against him also coming 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 up huh? because enough nonsense has been done <coughs> because this is not correct completely misleading if he is cleaning the rivers let him clean the rivers good for him good for the world that much he can do uh, that much credit we will give him he has cleaned the kaveri river good well and good yes because you clean the kaveri river don't come and try to pollute uh, put that all the pollution in this uh, spiritual circle uh, uh, let this remain clean and who can clean this this realm the spiritual side of things let them clean yeah do you do not touch the vedas don't talk about the vedas don't talk about anything of the, that is a subject matter of the vedas yeah <clears throat> this is cheating absolute cheating he he shows shiva as adi yogi he just like just a very vague understanding is just like a principle it's not like really like a person everything is impersonal for him he is an atheist outright atheist hmm in the in the in the garb of religionist absolute rubbish anyway we will come to him that he is also people should be uh Uh, educated on what is right and what is wrong <clears throat> he will not listen anyway whatever we are going to say he is not going to listen but it's the people who are unnecessarily misled there will be many unfortunate rascals who will say the oh you are you know uh, doing nonsense and all this they don't understand but the, some fortunate people can be saved so that video i'm planning actually maybe in a month or two i plan to release that video let's see krishna willing next ayappa is asking prabhu what do you think about celebrating brahmotsava in his contemples especially they used to dress up radha krishna as lakshmi narayan yeah it's a relevant question because i just saw the live stream yesterday of brahmotsava in iskon bangalore honestly <coughs> this is not our sampradaya of course you know worshiping lakshmi narayan technically there is nothing wrong but you see our mood chaitanya mahaprabhu went to south india he preached to lakshmi narayan worshipers like uh, venkata bhatta to worship radha and krishna that was his mission to promote radha krishna worship so our mission also should be like that of course they will say to bring people to the temple and all that okay you put you know radha krishna you already have in brahmotsavam you celebrate with kirtan but i saw in the live stream they were doing aarti for the demigods also indra and agni or all the demigods pictures were there 
and of course they said that you know they are great personalities of the universe the great devotees just you know do an aarti and then but i mean is this all given by shri prabhupad why why we have to change the system so much huh? um is not in the flavor of our sampradaya we have to maintain vaishnavic principle wise it's not against but demigods worship they say they're respecting demigods well we have to uh, see in the in the bhaktira samata sindhu also <coughs> rupa goswami said we should worship ganesh before we worship krishna but shri prabhupad uh, took out that part of course he, he put that part in the book but in practice he did not he said don't why because he knows our uh, weaknesses we might go, drift slowly like this oh i am just respecting hmm? i'm not uh, worshiping i'm just re- respecting in that way you might have some ganesh in the altar or some shiva he is a param vaishnava so i am putting shiva there shiva with his wife of course he is also vaishnavi devi no put vaishnavi i'm worshiping vaishnavas prabhu so in this way everything will start again demigod worship and it will slowly degenerate so shrila prabhupad knows the contamination that can ensue from this kind of um worship bhaktivinoda thakur himself worshiped lord shiva in the name of gopishwar shiva you know he had that uh, deity in his house even now also you can go and see but he worshiped you know as param vaishnava that is good but we do it we have we are full of our own contaminations and eventually we will follow everything you know oh um, shiva is there means we should follow shivaratri uh, vaishnavi devi is there means that means we should follow navaratri also no otherwise how she is there parvati is there vaishnavi devi yeah, one by one everything will start hindu it will become hinduized so um vaishnava principle lakshmi narayan that is not wrong and of course um, prabhupada also installed sitaram but the flavor of our movement we have a flavor that we you know bhaktivinoda thakur also said that all the rasas of you know shantaras dasaras sakharas vatsalaras have gone up beyond the borders of india and the madhuryaras has not gone out and soon there will be a personality who will spread madhuryaras all over the world and shri prabhupada did that radhakrishna worship he established radhakrishna temples all over the world now our, our thing is that and in fact even uh, what is that verse ramya kashad upasana vrajavadhu vargena ya kalpita shri chaitanya mahaprabhor matamidam tatradara na paraha that verse is very important um, he the shri chaitanya mahaprabhor matamidam the religion of chaitanya mahaprabhu is that ramya kashad upasana vrajavadhu vargena ya kalpita the gopis way of worshiping krishna is the highest and therefore our worship is radha krishna worship and that he took from madhavendra puri madhavendra puri of course it is krishna's arrangement that madhavendra puri had to come and madhavendra puri was the one who introduced radha krishna worship into our madhva sampradaya until then it was krishna worship if you see udupi also is krishna alone krishna but madhavendra puri started radha krishna worship and ishwar puri and chaitanya mahaprabhu so that flavor of our sampradaya has to be intact also yeah. so that's why uh, we don't quite um, this is our stand we don't quite agree with that kind of um, um procedures and especially demigod worship well it's very misleading we may say respect and all but did prabhupada introduce such things ganesh also even though rupa goswami said 
in the bhakti rasam rasam rupa goswami still he did not uh, enforce that in fact he enforced against it why because he knows our contamination you slowly degenerate so why give room to all these things how much of a philosophically it may you know we may fit it into the philosophy but still so yeah this is what we want to say on this topic mukesh narnia from philippines hari krishna prabhu ji now people are very depressed because of coronavirus second wave now many people posting and sending messages for mercy of god and save us from this virus i think this is go- on- ongoing under supervision of krishna what we have to do as devotee for this type of message for corona just uh, take them to you know krishna is karuna sindhu he is ocean of karuna uh, just take shelter of krishna by chanting hare krishna even if you have to die with covid or whatever it is dying by chanting krishna's name dying while chanting krishna's name is the best death so whether it will live or die just fill your mouths with hare krishna instead of corona corona we take the karuna of krishna by chanting hare krishna so fill the mouth with the hare krishna chanting and be liberated there's the best vaccine for the whole maya virus even if we are cured from the corona virus the maya virus is taking on, corona means actually crown maya is sitting with big crown on her head and she is the queen you know that virus is still going on full full force nobody is taking care of that we have to uh, first of all save ourselves from that virus this body anyway this reason or that reason it will go so we must chant hari krishna if there is any extreme danger just sit down and chant hari krishna if you die die with chanting hari krishna that's a finish of course follow the precautions because this body is not our property it's krishna's property we will take care of it for service of krishna but at the same time if if it is if it's within the plan of the lord that it has to happen what can be done chant hari krishna you know and you know leave the body like that that's all that's all i can say <clears throat> dhiradas oh big big question shiksha guru who instruct against the instruction of spiritual master is not a shiksha guru he is a demon <laughs> not even rascal demon shiksha guru diksha guru means sometimes diksha guru is not present always therefore one can learn take learning instruction from an advanced devotee that is called shiksha guru shiksha guru does not mean he is speaking something against the teachings of diksha guru that is important point he is not a shiksha guru he is a rascal so our movement is full of shiksha gurus i think this is an answer to virendra's um, comment okay next 13 dimitri prabhu is asking bhagavad gita 13 8 through 12 purport unless we have a pessimi- pessimistic view of this material life considering the dis- distresses of birth death old age and disease there is no impetus for our making advancement in spiritual life yeah good good you brought out that i was thinking where was that pessimistic view because i knew that word we have to have a pessimistic view towards material life and i think in another place maybe somewhere else also it was mentioned but yeah so this is very important the positive promoting positivity in this world and you know making this look world look like a very nice place positive place optimistic about this material world that is actually a f- further worsening of the maya disease Mm. <laughs> Premika Prabhu is saying if we keep all the acharya and try to follow then we have 
to fast fast every day the, in the whole year <laughs> unless one is like raghunath das goswami you can do that kind of fasting we're not against that i mean but you know we have to preach you know that is our main the fasting fasting and then go out book distribution faint on the street and then somebody has to take you to the hospital that's not pra- practical right it's not productive <laughs> hmm Dimitri Prabhu is saying thank you for thank you very much for your answers Prabhu great lecture is always thanks to you I see my progress I read Shri Prabhu's books at least 2 hours a day regularly wow everybody must learn from him 2 hours a day regularly I listen to more lectures I study a few shlokas a week my chanting increases you said the spiritual life is the main thing material life is secondary so when I have an opportunity I just put aside my other activities and attend I asked him classes hari bol hari krishna this is example everybody should follow you know very nice example prabhu very nice <laughs> i hope it's okay that my questions were newbie because sometimes i feel like everybody is already on the higher platform but i'm still trying to figure out with the basics no no um, actually i know you are asking these questions on behalf of other newbies that is very good also we must know how to answer to newbies also dheeradas we want video destroy sadguru please do yeah coming it will come definitely krishna willing um virendra prabhu is saying you are answering all of questions very nice and elaborate aribol prabhu's mercy um ha suvayan is asking hari krishna prabhu one of his divine grace will prabhu's speech i heard that death is seven months sleeping i have a question during the span what process the soul gone through before getting next body no seven months sleeping means he goes into the womb of another mother and sleeps there for seven months unconscious almost and the seventh month the consciousness you know develops so that's why is called sleeping of seven months he immediately goes into another womb unless he becomes a ghost that is also kind of another body it's not exactly a proper body but it's a body so immediately after this death we will get another body sometimes we have to go to hell and then you know suffer there and again get a body but immediately it's going taking place whatever we, wherever we have to go it's immediately happening so seven months sleep means for seven months in the womb of the next mother we are unconscious hmm. that is what is meant here Rajesh Sharma is saying thank you very much for your service to engage spiritual Hare Krishna. I am just engaging myself. <laughs> I don't know about you. I am just trying to trying to engage myself. Just purifying myself by just speaking about Krishna so that the mind thinks of Krishna and not other things. So I am just selfish in this whole thing. Don't think I am very like compassionate, you know, <laughs> trying to help. Just trying to purify myself. And because it is Krishna Katha. the nature of krishna katha is that it is always purifying and therefore one who hears it also gets purified if it is presented as it is so if any purification is felt by any devotee that is because of prabhupada's words that are being repeated and shown in the screen here because in, in this screen that you see this part is more uh, sorry this part is more important than this part so that is the purifying part of the live stream this is the uh, part which is getting purified <laughs> uh 
so that's the end of the live stream thank you very much and we'll meet again tomorrow now we have tatvadarshan going on so we'll meet again all right thank you very much and thank you for your participation um in all our sessions that i'm that we are trying to do here um thank you again so pl- please share this to with everybody that you can so that others also can get purified by krishna katha जय श्री प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोड़ी वैष्णव वृंद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल हरे कृष्णा